A note to our listeners. The following podcast is uncensored, explicit, and not appropriate for, well, anyone really, but especially children. Unless you're a horrible parent. In which case, hey kids. Also, if you're listening to one of our first episodes, please remember that we were just a couple of dumb guys. Always have been, and always will be. We may have said some things back then that we would not say now. Context is key, and we continue to grow and learn. However, if you hear us say something truly offensive, we're sorry. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Crimes Against Pop Culture Podcast. I'm Ricky. And I'm Jerry. Where each week we watch and discuss movies that Jerry has never seen, but really should have. And occasionally some that I've never seen, but mostly Jerry. Hello, hello, hello. It's May 2nd, 2011. I don't know. What the hell was that? I just come up with creative ways of saying hi to everybody every week. Here's an idea. How about you just say hi? Oh, it sounds, it's funnier when I do when, like weird voices. So that was, once again, the one you just did. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Actually, more like, hello, hello, hello. Where is that from? I have no idea. You just made up made it up right now. I'm assuming I just made it up. I don't know. It could be from some movie that I forgot that I watched billions of years ago. <laughs> you subconsciously remembered. Probably. So we're back. Hi. Episode number seven. Lucky number seven. I don't know why I'm doing that voice. I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about it. It just came to me. Oh, I know. Audrey Hepburn. You mean Isn't... Catherine Hepburn? Catherine Hepburn? Who's the old that one that was old that would always go out when she would act? She would talk like this. Catherine Hepburn. Okay, that could, that chick. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'm like the Roger Hepburn. I don't know, just the male voice. The male version. Yeah, the male version of... Catherine Hepburn's brother. <laughs> so this week, we're watching one of the all-time best sequels ever. And the title of that sequel would be? Rocky Two. Oh, okay, Rocky Two. <laughs> right, I wasn't sure. So like we said like in last week's episode, we're doing a, an all-Rocky, all-the-time podcast. You boxing, you boxing fans out there should be... Uh, Ecstatic. Getting chubbies all month. Oh, I don't know. Well, I mean, suspense. you know, these are, these are quintessential boxing movies. But are they... Well, I mean, the, as far as the first one goes, we, we kind of said last week that it was more of a romantic story, not necessarily a boxing Well, movie. I think I think it's a boxing movie with a heavy focus on the love story. How about a love story with a heavy with focus? A, with a side dish of <laughs> sports, of boxing. Of <laughs> boxing. Yeah. I think from here on out, I think once we get into like two and three and four and five and seven, seven to nine. And 13. And 13. Those are all boxing movies. Okay. 15 and 16, they kind of take a little dip. Something about <laughs> Halloween masks. Ah, something about a shark in 3D, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, so Rocky 2, the sequel to Rocky. You know, I uh, I got to be honest with you, I almost didn't make it in tonight. Why? Because I just finished listening to last week's podcast. What the hell? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Jerry, they're up like on Saturday. <laughs> no, what I meant was that I started listening to it last week. Uh, and I just finished. <laughs> See, folks, he's making a joke because our podcast was long last week. <laughs> and I actually meant to do it last week after the Dark City. After the Dark City so podcast. The Dark City one was our longest one. It was 57 minutes. And I think this one clocked in at, what, 52, 53, 53 minutes? Just under, yeah. So, But, you, I mean, I'm just kidding. I, I, well, I mean... I mean, because originally we had said we were going to do a half-hour show. Had to do a half-hour half podcast. Yeah. And here we go, fucking rambling on. <laughs> Which I don't nothing. mind. I mean, I love the rambling on. I'm I'm just wondering if we've gotten any feedback from our listeners about it being too long. Nothing? No. No. Well, hey, you guys, let us know. Is it too Come long? On. <laughs> My email's sitting there all by itself. Is it boring? <laughs> I mean, is it unlistenable? Tell your friends. <laughs> email us at... Crimes against pop culture at gmail.com. Okay, come on. Contact information at the end. I'm just saying. Screw them. They can wait. <laughs>
So this week we're watching Rocky Two again for the third time. I know, I repeat myself, but we get on these tangents and then I forget what we talked about. It's a good way to get you back on point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, this one was rated PG. This one was not directed by that that Mr. Avilson guy from last week. This mm-hmm. one was actually directed by Sylvester Stallone. Sly himself, huh? He got paid triple the wages on this one. Well, of course, the first one made bank. Fucking asshole! He got he got a direct a director check, mm-hmm. a writer check, Jeez. and he got a leading role check. And the leading man. The leading actor, mm-hmm. actress, whatever. <laughs> um, Didn't realize Sylvester Stallone was a woman. <laughs> He played Talia Shower's character. Dude looks like a lady. <laughs> so this week, so the, this one stars again, same cast as before. You know, you got really your, the same. Sir, exact Sylvester cast? Stallone. Well, as far as the top billing people, okay. Sylvester Stallone, Talia, uh, Talia Shire, or Talia Shire, uh, Burt Young, and Carl Weathers, and of course, Mr. Burgess Meredith makes it, uh, his triumphant return on this one. I would have thought that. I don't know, just hearing that Burt Young, who plays uh, Adrian's brother, Pete, Pete, right? Pete, what was it? I think Polly. Polly, that's right, Polly, I'm sorry. Um, I would have thought, I don't, I don't know, just hearing that he's coming back is kind of surprising because his character, yeah, while it helped to drive the story along at some points. To be honest. Like, I thought they would have, like, killed him off or something. I mean, he was an alcoholic. No, I'll kill him off. Come on, that's his, that's her brother. Not kill him off, but I mean, I like, know, you know, like, not have, him, not have him included in the story. And he's gone. I know because we're gonna get into this. We're gonna get into a little bit of the fun facts about like the sequels, mm-hmm. um, and what he wanted to do with them, or, or what he what his plans were. But actually, he plays kind of a big role in the fifth one. Oh, really? Like he he has to do with like the reason why they are where they are in the fifth one is because of him, because of the brother. Oh, so it's kind of his fault. Gotcha. So I guess. He plays an integral part of the story, but if you can call it the story, because <laughs> after this one, I mean, there really is—it's the same thing over, and he's just fighting the next big thing. Oh, okay. There really is no storyline anymore. Okay. At least, not that I could see, not that I, I can remember. Maybe, maybe there is, and maybe I just don't remember. Maybe on a rewatch, we will realize the fantastic writing of Mr. Sylvester. The true Stone. arc of the, the Rocky arc series. <laughs> And that it was one huge opus. <laughs> <laughs> it was all interconnected. Mr. Stallone's opus. So this one was rated PG, like I said. Um, the when, other... Huh? When was it released? Oh, I'm sorry. It was released in 1979. So three, three years, years after, after the, the original. Okay. It started filming in 78 and it was released in 79. And 78 was a good year. Save 78 was an awesome year. It was the best year ever. <laughs> Starting on January 21st. Yeah, <laughs> just as, <laughs> and then it peaked at June sixteenth. June sixteenth. After that, it, and then it just went to shit. Anything that came after that was just crap. <laughs> so this one, um, it did have some notables, some notable um actors and actresses. Well, in this case, actors. His brother comes back again in this one, Frank Stallone Jr. Mm-hmm. Is he the singer of the street band? Again? Uh, it just a singer, but I am assuming it's the street band. <laughs> <clears throat> Is this like a shot-for-shot shot remake of the first one? Probably. <laughs> I think they just changed the ending. <laughs> Roberto Duran Duran also comes out in this movie. And I don't know if you remember what other movie From he Temple came. of Doom? No. No, no. Uh, hold on. Roberto Duran. Because you told me there was that boxer dude in uh-huh. Temple of Doom. No, I don't know. Was it Temple of Doom? Yeah, you told me he's a boxer. And, and you pointed him out. I thought it was... Well, the one I was thinking about was Harlem Knights. Oh, maybe that was it. I think I'm it was Harlem Nights. I think it was Harlem Nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that little fool out there for not being for not, a proper actor, for not being a boxer, or for not for not oh. doing for not being for not boxing anymore. You know, for because I'm not sure when his career ended. But mm-hmm. I mean, he kind of came out in Rocky Two, and he came out in uh, Harlem Nights. Okay, but two movies after you retire from uh, boxing, yeah, I guess <laughs> whatever. O.J. Simpson did a lot more after he retired from football. <laughs> All right, so not so notable. I'm just saying. Look, I mean, I mean I've never been in a movie. Well, that's not true. I was in Spider Man. But anyway, you were cut out. <laughs> I was an that extra. Doesn't count. I was an extra. Damn it! I was there on. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't count. Anyway, um, I can't really say I've ever been like you know in a movie like that. So he's been in two, and he's been in two. So I should shut my mouth. So suck it, Jerry. 
Uh, and the only other one that I could find, um, and the only reason why it caught my eye was because it has the last name of Sylvester, was, I, I don't know how to, how to pronounce this name, it's kind of spelled weird, I think, I believe it's Sergio, Sergio, maybe Sergio, it's spelled S-E-A-R-G-E-O-H, so I'm going to Sergio, S-E-A-R-G-E-O-H, wow, that's, yeah, that's probably Sergio. So that's kind of a weird name, but it's actually it's Sylvester Stallone's son. Wait, you said the last his... name was Sylvester? Or the no, last Stallone. Name was Stallone. Oh, okay. Stallone. Okay. So it's his son who's autistic. Oh. And I believe because the way they said it in, in IMBD, I'm assuming it's from his first marriage. But supposedly that's his son. And it it figures that that is probably Sergio. Sergio, the you know the way celebrities are, Stupid they, they celebrities. try to be you know. Creative with the spellings of the names and Apple Martin comes to mind. <laughs> Moxie Crime Fighter. Someone just named their kid. What was it? It's one of this. One of these. Was it Jessica? Jessica Alba named their kid. Kid Bear. Yeah. Or something like that. I think. I think you're something right. With, I mean, I don't know. Whatever. I think you're right. I think. I think they're doing that now. I think all the celebrities are doing that now, so that. In about five or ten years, when all the wacky names have been taken, mm-hmm. they can start naming their kids like regular names, like Bill, and Keith, <laughs> Jose. <laughs> Look at my kid's name. My kid's name, Jose. Yeah, what's your kid's name? And then they'll be different from the rest they'll be, of the crowd. They'll be the, they'll be going they'll be the weirdos of the of the celebrity world. <laughs> so I can't remember what he what he does in this in this particular film. I know he comes out in it, and I know I read it. In the IMDb, but he his son is in this movie, um, and his, again his brother's also in this movie. Yeah, it doesn't say. It just says he said it says that he's uncredited. I'm not sure what he plays in this movie. Who Frank Stallone? No, no, no. His son. Oh, Sergio. 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 So yeah, so that's it. There there weren't that many notables this time. We didn't get any um, Star Trek references in this one. We I didn't even see him. We completely missed him during the movie. Yeah, I know. I forgot. And I was I meant to go back and watch it, but I. Completely forgot, <laughs> Mr. Wolf. So now let's head into oh, let's um the budget. I thought was kind of interesting because I, I remember last week we had talked about how Rocky One was made with a one point one million dollar budget, and that was cut in half. That was yeah, because it was reportedly reportedly supposed to be two million. Right. Didn't get that. Whatever. This one, after making its money, was had a budget of seven million dollars. So so they jumped, they bumped it up. up. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> they bumped it up a lot for this one. The opening weekend for this movie, it uh, it almost made all its money back in the first weekend. It's six point three million dollars. Wow! And then in the, in the U.S., it grossed eighty five million, and worldwide, it grossed two hundred million. Shame. So it made an extra hundred and fifteen, hundred and twenty. So by that time, worldwide. Rocky was already like a household name. Yeah. You know, so people, you know, name recognition. They were all over Rocky too. Yeah, all over the world. So he was getting he was getting popular. Nice. So now some fun facts for this movie. Like we just talked about, uh, R- Roberto Duran was in this movie. Of course, he also appeared in um, Harlem Nights, uh, which we watched previously on Crimes Against. So go back and listen to it. I believe it's our second episode. One of my favorites so far. Harlem Nights? Yeah. You like it because of all the fucks in it. No. Well, the movie, yes. But the, I mean, I meant the podcast. The oh. podcast had me laughing and I, you know, I was a part of it. You were racist in that podcast. <laughs> You know, humorously racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and I would say that. I'm not sure how much Quotana uh, would say that. All right, uh, something else that happened in this movie: Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone hurt his right pectoral muscle, so his right pec, mm-hmm. after he was because uh, he had been he had been bench pressing 220 pounds because he was so fucking ripped. He was just oh. So um, <laughs> he, while he was bench pressing it, the weight fell actually, and it hit him in the in the. In the peck, in the right peck. What, he didn't have a spotter? I guess not. <laughs> yeah, he thought it was so badass. He's like, I can ride direct. Hey, yo, I don't need no freaking spotter. And then, boom! Ow. But, um, he heard it. I think I heard my peck. <laughs> he heard his peck, and it was right before they were supposed to film the, the big fight scene at the end. Oh, like that the was final, smart. The final scene. <laughs> so, you know, like they say in show business, the show must go on. And... He he did it. He did it. Okay, but in a movie, yeah, the show must go on. But in, in, in the case of movies, 
yeah, it sucks, but you can delay production until your star, you know, heals, gets it better. It doesn't sound like they delayed it. It just sounds wow. like, because it says that he was still fighting, he was filming the movie still injured, like while he was still hurt. Sylvester Stallone is a bad motherfucker. Yes, he is. He's short, but he's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> bad motherfucker. And I'll say it. Maybe he was the original Chuck Norris, you know, all these <laughs> all these Chuck Norris things running, flying around, you know, Chuck Norris, all those little jokes that they, I don't know, I, I don't really know any of them, but. You know, Chuck Norris is supposed to be this huge badass and everything. I don't know. Sounds like Sylvester Stallone might take the... Chuck Norris is a badass. Okay. All right. But maybe Sylvester Stallone was the original badass. Could be. <laughs> well, it depends. I don't know I don't know how... When Chuck Norris's career started. Long time ago. So it could be before Stallone. He was in... Uh, he did the, the Bruce Lee movie. Enter the Dragon, I think it was. Or? That was around the same time, no? Or was that earlier? I don't know. I think it might have been earlier because I, I don't know when I can't remember when Bruce Lee died. Anyways, Stallone was still a badass, and so was Chuck Norris. Texas Way of Ranger. the Dragon. Sorry, Way of the Dragon, nineteen seventy two. So I'll see. Chuck Norris was and the original. Enter badass. the Dragon, nineteen seventy three. All right, I take it back. Chuck Norris, you are the original badass. Right. Well, I'm here saying otherwise, or he'll come kick your ass <laughs> with his with his beard fist. With his beard. Where his chin should be, only a fist exists. I don't know how it goes. So, um, one version of the screenplay actually had a flashback scene where um, Rocky first meets Mickey, and we find out what Rocky's real name is. Because if you notice, yeah, it's not Rocky. Balboa. It's not Rocky Balboa. He takes on Rocky Marciano's first, name. right? Right. You want to know what his real first name was? Oh God, is it something like Thaddeus or something? No, like nothing that. Robert. Boo. <laughs> I assume that's why they cut it out of the film. Wah, wah, wah. Like Robert Balboa, that just doesn't fit. Robert Balboa. Well, he's okay. Supposedly, he's Italian, right? So shouldn't it be like Roberto? It might have been Roberto. Roberto. But and you have to also remember a lot of a lot of like immigrant families they give their name they give their children like American Americanized names. names. Yeah. Right, that's true. So they go with the English version. Robert. So instead of Guadalupe, she's known as Heather. Eh? Yeah, like they give him like, oh, we were gonna call you Guadalupe, but oh, I thought you were saying Guadalupe was like, no, 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 you're no, saying no, Heather no. was the equivalent no, of Guadalupe. No, no, no. I was like, that's it a might stretch. Be. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. So um, Guadalupe might be the Mexican version of Keith. I don't know, but there are more females named Guadalupe than, than I know males. some guys. Well, no, I know some guys too, but there's more females. That's pretty sad. How do you name your kid, your boy, Guadalupe? I I don't I've never understood it either. I knew I knew one guy that was named Maria because it was Maria Guadalupe and he was He's a boy. Just fucked from the beginning, wasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> his life ended before it began. <laughs> like a boy named Sue. <laughs> so one little one little weird twist. I don't remember if you remember it uh, in the first one. Um. When he's when he it's the night before the fight, mm-hmm. and he goes to the ring and he sees that huge giant banner, mm-hmm. and he says, "Hey, you, that banner's wrong. I'm wearing a white." White trunks with a red stripe, and yeah. when you see the poster, it's a red. It's red trunks with a white stripe. Right. Well, in the movie, in this, in part two, Apollo's wearing those red trunks with the white stripe. With the white stripe. I don't know. That was kind of funny. So he was wearing Rocky's shorts. Is that what we're led to believe? Well, I'm, I'm sure that he bought his own. No, no, I know, but I just thought it was a fun fact. Okay, <laughs> it's just odd. It's like uh, Lando Calrissian wearing Hans Hans clothes and. <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. Oh yeah, there's that Family Guy episode huh? where he's like, he's like, no, really, watch it. He's like, go back and watch the movie. Go back and watch the movie. Lando's wearing Han's clothes in this scene. <laughs> They're like, oh. I have to go back and watch that. I think I do too. All right. Um, another little fun fact we have is uh, Stallone started working on Part Three immediately after completing Part Two because mm. he had actually intended this to be a trilogy. Oh, wow. But since he's a money-hungry whore... Or was it the studios? Money-hungry whore. <laughs> All right, Stallone, you get your badass badge taken back. He made part four, Rocky Balboa. These. No, Rocky five, and then Rocky and then Balboa. Rocky Balboa, right. Yeah, I did look that up on Wikipedia the other day. I forget exactly when. But I looked up to see how many were in the series, and there's six. Yep. We were debating whether five was Rocky Balboa or not, but... No, there is a Rocky Five. Rocky Five and then, and then Rocky six. Bubble. Yeah, and then Rocky Bubble. Um, So he pulled, a, I guess, a, well, I guess a, um, like a Lord of the Rings or 
uh, Harry Potter. Really, just work on the the series. Yeah, but consecutively. I mean, Harry Potter was a seven books uh, seven book series. Yeah, it's not like she intended it to be a trilogy and then said, "Oh, never mind. It's selling so good. I'm gonna make another four. Oh, gotcha. Like this was a, his intention was to make three. That was it. One, two, and three, and it was done. But then the money was like, cha-ching. He's like, I guess I'll go back and write four. <laughs> and then when he came in for that, oh, I guess I'll write number five. And there was a long break where he had no money. He's like, maybe I should make a six one. Oh, come on. No money. He made his movies. He made Ram- the Rambo movie, didn't he? Yeah, but I think, I don't know what the difference, I don't know what the eight, the year difference between part five I'm just saying, and part I think Rambo, the Rambo movie six came was. out before... Oh no, they they came in in between. They were smattered in between there. But I think that, I think there was a period in his career where he had nothing. Two thousand eight. Let's see. That was Rocky. That, no, that, that was, was Rambo. Rambo. And then Rocky Balboa was two thousand six. What did I say about Rambo? Two thousand eight. That came oh, after. So Rocky Balboa came first. So maybe he. I think before before uh, Rocky Balboa, I think there was a gap where he wasn't getting movies. It happens. Did he hit a dry spell, really? I think he did. Oh, wow. I'm pretty sure he did. Because The Expendables was just recent. Yeah, Expendables was like last year. Yeah. Holy shit. I, I, think, I think that's why he made Rocky Balboa, because I think there was no money coming in. Yeah, yeah. So he figured, fuck, I'll just bust out Rocky again. Dust off that franchise. <laughs> Dude, there was like a, a, foot long, a foot thick layer of dust on that one. <laughs> fucking Consola had a fucking tough time cleaning that shit up. No, no. Oh, you buy... <laughs> so just a uh, last fun fact, and then we're gonna get into the movie. Just we to, have to. Can't, yes. Can't we just go through fun facts all night? That, but this is my last fun fact. Well, let's look up more. There really isn't. I'm just anymore. kidding. Unless you want to hear about the the 600 kids that he got huh? to play in the movie. 600 kids. <laughs> they got 600 kids, like 600 local kids, because there's a scene like, where he's running through the streets, like he does in the first one. Uh-huh. But now that he's popular, everyone's kind of following him. All so, his admirers. Yeah, so they now they had six hundred kids coming out. Six hundred kids. That's a lot of kids. Who's wrangling all those little snot-nosed brats? Ah, man. I probably went to some school. And I'm like, hey, here's a hundred bucks. You're not gonna have six hundred. I need six hundred kids. A hundred bucks can fucking pay for a lot of Kool Aid. No, but I'm saying you can't get oh, six hundred kids from one school. Two schools. Three. Maybe three. Four. Man, I don't know. That's that's a lot of kids. So yeah. That was. I know. I wasn't crazy. gonna put that one in because I thought it was kind of dumb. That's. But you made me because then. Let's not talk about first time. I was just kidding. Jerk. <laughs> so no. So this last one. Yes. To go. This just goes to show how much of a freaking perfectionist he was. Oh God. It took him and his two other editors, Danford B. Green and Stanford C. Allen, eight months to edit this movie. What? Eight months. It probably took him less time to shoot the film than it did to edit it. That's insane. It's ridiculous. <laughs> That's Shit, Kevin Smith does it every day that he that he's working on the film. Uh-huh. As he's filming, he's editing that night. Yeah. And he's got it done the next day. Fucking <laughs> seriously? Eight, eight months. months. You can have a kid in that time. <laughs> well, prematurely, but uh, Well, he, they normally take nine. Uh what if they're twins and they come early? That's not premature. I think they're still considered a little premature. Whatever. <laughs> but eight months is a long time. Hey, it's a, dude. It's a fucking lot. Was he, was he working on Rambo at the time or something? <laughs> he was distracted. Yeah, that's a long time. All right. So that's all I have. All right. Stupid eight months. I don't know why I'm mad. It's not like I made the movie. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure the fans were getting a little restless. We hear Rambo 2's coming. Come on. They were on their Twitters. Back in 1978. Right. <laughs> Only then it was called the telephone. It was called the Twitter, the Pony Express Twitter. <laughs> Alright, so now we're going to go ahead, we're going to go away, we're going to watch the movie. The Twitter. Then we'll, <laughs> then we'll be back and we will discuss. And we, will, we will see what Jared thinks of the movie. <laughs> if I'm not laughing too much. So get on your Twitters and Twitter us. <laughs> and pot us. Pot. Show us your pots. Whoa. We'll be back. And we're back. Just like that. Bingo, bango. Like magic. It's, it's like, like a one-two combination. Left, right. Bam, bam. 
Bam, bam. So we've just finished watching Rocky 2, and we are about to hear what Mr. Morales has to say about the movie. I give it, I'll give it one thumb up. Because I gave Rocky two thumbs up. I really liked Rocky, the first one. Rocky 2 was good. It had its moments. Um, but I don't know, something was lost there between the first and the second one. Yeah. Now this one had a lot to do with the boxing, but we saw different aspects of Rocky's life. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Also, um, you know, we saw the the relationship between him and Adrian develop more. Um, And then, you know, the whole thing with him, um, he's kind of flying high. He's just, you know, uh, uh, come out from the big fight with Apollo. And, um, you know, he's got some money. He's he's getting endorsement deals. He has his girl. He has his girl. So, but but I think the key is the, is the money because he starts, you know, he gets, um, he starts buying them gifts, you know, Adrian better clothes, he's buying everyone a watch, he, uh, he gets them a new car, a house, all this stuff, you know, and, and everything seems to be going good for a while, but then he realizes that, well, I, I get the sense that he probably burned through that money pretty fast by doing all that, so all of a sudden he realizes, oh crap, now what am I going to do? And so he tries to get a job, and um, and he tries to go for a regular sit-down desk job, which really didn't make much sense to me. I would have thought, you know, he, immediately he would have he would have done something in the line of training, you know, boxing, which I guess kind of eventually he does. But at first he's talking about a desk job, right. and it was very I, strange. I think that was his way of of getting away from boxing altogether because, because he had I retired. Think, well, I think he retired because of Adrian. Right. He had told her that he wasn't going to fight anymore. So I think by him going out and getting a desk job, that's like the complete opposite of anything to do with, with boxing. That makes sense. So I think what he was trying to do was he was kind of lying to himself because then towards the end of the movie, he finally realizes that that's what he is. He's yeah. a fighter. He's a boxer. He's not that desk guy, that desk, the one that's sitting behind the desk you know, with a nine to five. He's right. not the one that's working at the meat factory. He's Although not... he did well at that job because right. it was menial labor. Well, it doesn't take someone smart to do those kinds of jobs. Right, but it wasn't. He was good him. at it. Yeah, but it, yeah, but he wasn't happy. Even when that, even when his old uh, the, the that loan shark, even when he tries to give him his his job back or or give him something to do with him, mm-hmm. he says, "No, I I don't do that anymore." Right, you know. So it it was him hiding or not. I wouldn't say hiding from him. I would say more like running away from boxing. Trying to he was trying to pretend He was trying to pretend that 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 wasn't him. That that wasn't his life. By doing all this other stuff, by mm. doing the menial labor stuff. And well, and I think he truly believed that he could get away from it for Adrian because right. he was doing it for her. Right. And he thought it was the best thing to do. Right. It, and it, that was the best thing for them to to sort of get over that, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I'm sure in his mind it was a way. It was the way to bring money into the house. Right. Um, so when the uh, <laughs> when all the endorsement. Uh, Filming of the commercials didn't work out. <laughs> That's when he started to go for a, a regular he can't job. Read no, he can't read no good, no no good, no good. He can't no read. Um, so I, I I liked it, I liked it, um, but I liked the first one a little bit better. I don't yeah. know. It just seemed it just seemed to have a little more a little more heart. Because um, to be honest, there really isn't a story there. Like here on this one, uh, yeah. Because aside one? aside from the rematch, they try to do the whole baby thing. Spoiler alert! Spoiler, oh, sorry, spoiler alert! Spoiler <laughs> alert! A little late. I'll probably add it to the beginning. All right. So don't worry about it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's like they they did the whole she's pregnant thing. They had him looking for jobs, and it just there were complications with the pregnancy. Yeah, it just it it took from from the soul of the movie. Like it took away from him. Because this movie was supposed to be about the rematch. It hadn't. He, you knew he already had Adrian, so it wasn't. So this movie was no longer a love story. Mm-hmm. It really was about him finding himself and finding, figuring out, figuring out who he was mm-hmm. or who he is. Mm-hmm. So I think by them, like, by him delving into that, that's part of the story of like, of like, let's make a family. Let's you know have well, let's get married. Yeah. Let's make a family. That whole thing, I think it just kind of, it, it dragged on too long and it, it took away from, from yeah. the true soul of the movie, which in this case is in this the fighting. Case was the boxing. It was the fight. That was, what we were, that's what we were leading up to. That's right. Because in the first one, yeah, you, 
it's leading up to that fight again because you know he's the contender, he's the, like, the champion. But like we've said before, it's a love story. So I think in the in the first movie, it was all about getting Adrian. Mm-hmm. That was the goal of that movie. Mm-hmm. In this one, the goal was to to fight the rematch against Apollo Creed and Rocky. Mm-hmm. And with it, just I think it just took forever to get there. It took a while to get there. Um, I did kind of like the fact that it seemed like Rocky was. Uh, um, not put down, but he like I think like you said he regressed a little bit, and and so he had to come out of that. That was a pretty cool thing I think, um, and you know the his, the final little push that got him to really start training and stuff was, was spoiler alert again Adrian coming out of the coma. Um, I think that was pretty cool, um, but it, like you said, it took a while to it get. Took there. a long time to get. Yeah, there. and finally when we got to the fight, uh, we were anxious to see the fight. Um, but, uh, I, I mean, I don't know, maybe the, the, the ending of it didn't really have that much of, of, of a punch for me because number one, spoiler alert again, number one, he, Rocky wins. So, I mean, it, it was almost like that was the ending we all kind of expected from the very beginning. Right. The fact that it wasn't the ending at the fir- in the first movie was a, was a great little trick and, you know, and the fact that he didn't care, all that stuff that we mentioned before. Um, but in this one, it was like... Yeah, he won, and we kind of expected him to win. You kind of knew he was going to win. You kind of knew he was going to win, but it didn't have that, like, soul, really. Like, the, the, the real feeling behind it that the first one had. I was happy for him that he won. He got the shit beat out of him. But, you know, it was it was a pretty cool fight scene. Anyway, uh, but I liked it. I liked it. I think it was it was worth... Love it. I, I thought it was it was worth making. Um, maybe a little bit with the... A little bit of the editing and pacing could have been improved upon, but you know, other than that, not much. Of course, much. you know, it only took eight months to edit this damn movie, so <laughs> that's true. Stupid. Uh, shall I go over some of my notes here? Let's, let's, All right. let's do All this. Right. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite parts towards the beginning of the movie, and this was this was uh, in the in the first few scenes where we see a repeat of the match from uh, we see a repeat of the ending of Rocky, the first one. Um, so he's won the fight. I mean, sorry, he's he's fought the fight. He's lost, and they take him to the hospital. And and Rocky's lying there with bandages all over his face, and you know his nose is broken, so he's got bandages over his nose, bandages over his head, you know, all wrapped up and stuff. You know, you can still see the bruising and the black eyes and everything. And the nurse comes up to him and says, oh, "My kid would die if he got an autograph. You know, if he got your autograph." And Rocky goes to sign the autograph, and he goes, "My hands are so sore." And the nurse goes, "That's okay." Like, like bitch, like nothing. Like he just, he just fought. Like he just fought. I'm assuming it's a couple of days after, because because it, it looks like the right. swelling has gone down. It's gone down a little bit. So right. I'm assuming he's been operated on. He's you know had everything that was kind of wrong with him, or as far as like physically has been fixed by the doctor. They worked on it. But really, he's just starting to recuperate. Right. So it's only a couple. Of, I would say it's only maybe like three or four days, if a week, maybe. Maybe that's maybe. how long it's been since he's fought. This dude is fucking. He gave. Everything to this fight. He's fought. He fought fifteen rounds, toe to toe, with the world champion of the world. Him, Although yeah, the world champion, 15, right? And 15. this bitch comes in here and asks him for the. I, I can understand asking for the autograph, but when he sits there and he, he tells her, "My hands are sore. Like my hands hurt. I can't write. I, I can't really write." He, he, yeah, he doesn't say that in so many words, but he says, "My hands are sore." My instant reaction would have been, you know what? It's cool. I'll get me later. I'll, I'll get. I'll get. And she's like, later. that's okay. It's like it's like <laughs> she took it as he's making excuses for himself. I'm like, bitch, no, he can't write. He can't fucking write. It's almost like she was like, it's just an autograph. I'm not asking you for your freaking money. <laughs> but it's like, bitch, he's hurting. But that's the first. Oh, I think man. the reason why he. I, I'm assuming the reason why he put that in there, like the way he wrote this the scene and the way they, you know. The way they played it out? The script. Basically, yeah. the script. The, the way he wrote the script was, I think, it wanted to show you... It's kind of hard to explain. In the first movie, he was nobody. No one knew who he was. Mm-hmm. As soon as the fight's over, of course everyone knows who he is. Mm-hmm. He's from Philadelphia, so everyone in his hometown knows who he is. Mm-hmm. And then, second, he's the one who... Basically, he went toe-to-toe with the world champion. So he's now... He's known throughout the he's world. He's a celebrity. He's, the, he's a celebrity. Mm-hmm. So I think what he was trying to do in that in that initial scene with the nurse, it was kind of like like foreshadowing. Like, 
this isn't the first time it's gonna happen. This is the first time it happens, but it's not the last time that it happens. Mm. And you can you kind of see that as you progress through the movie, how everyone wants a piece of him, mm-hmm. or everyone wants him to do something for them. Mm-hmm. If you notice, when he's getting out of the hospital, that guy's trying to have him sign a contract to do the, the commercials agent or whatever. The agent. Is, yeah. Then when he goes back, um, well, Polly. Polly is asking him for a job mm-hmm. with that with his old boss, right? Because now he's got some pull. Now he's got some pull. And then. Little things like little things here and there that people start asking him. At one point, I'm not sure if you noticed, but the the pet shop owner, which is Adrian's old boss, mm-hmm. asks him if he wants if she wants to, if he wants to invest in the into the pet shop. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Remember so little that. things you start to see how people start to to want pieces of of, of Rocky, mm-hmm. like oh, do this for me, do that for me, because we're friends, because you know me, you mm-hmm. know, like little. So I think that initial scene, like now that I think about it, like yeah, we think it's funny and we think it's fucked up, but it it foreshadows like what's gonna happen to him throughout the movie because everyone kind of wants a piece of the rock of Rocky. Look That's at you crazy. analyzing you like the that, movie. Huh? That was good. That was good. All right. All right. Uh, I'm I'm glad I brought it up because that, I actually hadn't thought of that, and that's a very good point. Yeah, I, I think I think you're absolutely right. It is a it is foreshadowing for for just that that you know once once a, a an athlete has reached that level of celebrity, what does he have to sacrifice? Or anybody, for not his just people? not just an athlete, or athlete I mean, right, an yeah, actor, an actress, right? I mean, how I mean, how quickly someone's fortunes turn when when they get that that when they hit one role or they hit it big or they make the winning catch or they make the winning pass. People start you know, coming people out of the start woodwork. To, yeah, people suddenly, all of a sudden, who didn't think they were anything before, are now all of a sudden. Oh, I, I knew them be, when they were before they were anybody before right. they were you know somebody. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're right. That's very. That's a very good so point. I'm, I'm kind of glad you never became big, Jerry, because. Never you, became big. Yeah, like you never became like famous. From what? Because I would have asked you for stuff. And I probably would have given it to you. What are you talking about? Hit it big. What are you talking about? Like when you know, you know how you had little your aspiration to being an actor. Oh, that shit. No, but I'm saying I'm glad you didn't because. Well, thanks. I wouldn't have. You're glad I'm a colossal failure. Thanks, Ricky. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In a way. (laughs) Um, I got to rethink this whole uh, my dislike of Adrian. I'm telling you. She Jerry. was looking. She was looking pretty good in some of these scenes in this movie. Even when she was prego, she was hot. I gotta admit, mm. she was. She was kind of, kind of. There was. There was a certain allure to her. You want to just rub the belly, just like. Mm. Rub the belly. Yeah. <laughs> Feel that kicking? Oh wait, that's yeah. not the baby. Ah, <laughs> that's gross. Um, I she was hot. There was a. <laughs> There was a scene where uh, Rocky. This was just after the wedding, and Rocky's still wearing his his tux, I guess, from the wedding. But he's got you know he doesn't he has he doesn't have the tie on anymore. He's just got the the, the blazer or the, the tuxedo jacket and the shirt, and the, he's got the collar popped outside of the jacket. And the the collar was so wide and so huge, it was almost a Tony Monero caliber. <laughs> Gotta remember, Caller. it's the same decade. Yeah, I know, I the know. same what, same almost same year. This was seventy nine. This was seventy. This one was seventy eight. No, no, you're right, seventy nine. Started filming in seventy eight. Seventy eight, seventy nine. It so it's only like what a couple years after the whole disco look was still huge. So yeah, <laughs> but it, it was almost Tony 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 Monero caliber. Yeah, like that. <laughs> um, it was Monero. Monero. Um, I was I was sitting there, and yeah, I could I could understand the the motivation or the the intent behind showing his struggles trying to film those those uh, uh, um, TV commercials. But he's reading the cards, and I know he has trouble reading. But he looks at cat, and he reads it as rat, and I'm like, how does a C look like an R? I don't understand. I think it was just his excuse of like why he fucked it up. Cause you gotta think he's not. Was he happy literate though? I think he was. Because <laughs> he says he says supposedly like the highest grade he got was ninth. That's true. I think that was a lie. I honestly don't think he got. I mean, for the character, not for Sylvester Stallone. But right. I, mean, I think for the character, oh, I don't think he got that far in school because of the way he talks, with the you knows and you know. you know what I mean, and just the way just the way he. Th- I don't think he got past ninth grade. Honestly, I don't think he made it out of elementary school. Oh jeez. To be honest, but I think him. <laughs> In the interview room, saying, "Oh yeah, I got the ninth. Like that was his little white fib to, to try right. to get the job. Try to get the job. But maybe, yeah, maybe. I mean, for someone, for Mister Bookworm over here, 
Mr. D- walking Dictionary. How does an R look like a C? <laughs> or how does a C look like an R? I'm just Maybe. saying. I don't know. <laughs> um, but in those scenes where Rocky is looking for a job and he's got that powder blue suit on, I'm yeah. like, that's a sweet suit, man. That's Rocky 2.0 right there. It's like the next, <laughs> the next version. Um, we, I don't think we really needed the, uh, the subtitles too much this time no, around. No, it was we not bad. We probably could have gone without them. But um, there were certain accents that I thought were funny, such as Mix, when he was saying, Poiminent! Play with it. He's going to hurt your poiminent. Oh, man. His goyle. His goyle. Um, Something else came out else he said. We had a return of the Eat Lightning Crap Thunder line. Yeah. I like that one. That's a favorite. A little bit of rehashing there. Yeah. It was pretty good. The whole movie was kind of a rehash. True, true. Um, when Apollo is training, who the fuck is chanting his name? You can hear kids... People chanting Apollo's name. I think that was... He, Ricky had a theory. I think it was pumped in. I think it was like when you go to Disneyland and you're sitting at the outside of the, the little candy store uh-huh. and you're like, wow, that looks so good. So what does Disney do? They pump the smell of that candy out into the street so you smell it. So not even not do you see it and you want it, but then you have to smell it and want it. So it's sense. kind of the same way with Apollo's. Or they're, mm. they're pumping it. So they're kind of pumping him up, like making him... Like making him feel good because someone's ch- you know someone's chanting his name because it's Apollo Apollo. Although it is a little creepy that's a bunch of little kids. Yeah, it was kind of weird. It yeah. sounded like kids. It sounded like kids. Pedo. But uh, that's a good theory. I like that. It's probably it's probably true. And am, you know I'm on it tonight. What's you up? are on What's it. Up? You are on it. <laughs> and since he is the champ, I'm sure he could afford something like that. Yeah. Some sort of setup like that because what was it? The reporter called it his palatial gym. I'm sure he could get something like that in his palatial gym. Yeah, Apollo Creed is just a he's just a lop. Oh, oh no. no! Don't you start with that shit. Why not? We're bringing it back, baby. You're bringing nothing back. You never said lop in the when you I were. I don't remember it at all. I don't remember it either. I don't know what the hell Omar is talking about. Kevin and Bean reference, guys. Lop, lop is, bringing it back. No, lop is not part of my vocabulary. It never has been. Never will be. Come on, do that. Do for Omar Khan. That's all you, my friend. Khan! <laughs> um, I liked how um, Rocky was getting all... Uh, I, 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 I saw a little bit of it in the first one, too, but whenever he's called a bum, especially Mick calling oh, him a bum. I noticed that, too. He just, he just like... He, I mean, Mick was calling him all kinds of other stuff, like chump. I think he was... Well, Apollo chicken. called him chump. Chicken. The Italian chicken. Nothing was getting it to him. And then all of a sudden, Mick calls him a bum. And, and he just, just like, kind of tensed. He froze. And he froze was like, and he turned. <laughs> he's looking at Mick like... I thought he was about to punch him in the face. What did you call me? It, that's all that was left. You it's kind of like Back to the Future when they, when they would call uh, Marty McFly a chicken. Uh, a chicken. Exactly. Yeah, don't call Rocky a bum. Man. Nobody calls me a chicken. <laughs> I can't do a... I can't do a Michael J. Fox impression. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that wasn't very good. Shut up. Um, you and your freaking scenarios... <laughs> What? Okay. I'm sorry to out you like this. I'm sorry to throw you under the bus. But your scenarios reminded me of Buck from uh, Kill Bill. My name is Buck. My name's Buck. And I like to fuck. I like to fuck. So, what? It wasn't a scenario. It, okay. was, a, it was a valid Ex- question. Explain your question. Okay. So, after Adrian has the baby. Well, actually, when she's in the pet shop, um, she's lugging some stuff around. And she's kind of pissed at Rocky because Rocky's decided to go back to fighting. And that's not what she wanted for him. So she's in the pet store and she's kind of pissed off. And so she's lugging some stuff around. She's kind of like not, not really carrying it. She's kind of just lifting dragging it and dragging it. it. Yeah. Right. And at one point she gets frustrated and she picks up one of the buckets. And she puts it down and she kind of hurts herself. And was that the scene or was that, was that after? Yeah, well, it, it, and then that's Paul, part of Polly the comes scene. In, and Polly, Polly comes, comes in and starts, starts yelling at her. Yeah. Telling him, you know, telling her to, to forgive him or to stop being, you know, stop stop making him feel Stop bad. messing with his head, yeah. So then, so that's when she has the baby. We find out that she goes into the hospital and she has the baby. And because of, because she was hemorrhaging, she goes into a coma. So she's, in, she's on the bed and Rocky goes up to her and he's kissing her hand. So then I turn to Jerry and I ask, if you were to get on top of her right now and have sex with her, would that be considered rape? <laughs> And it was a serious question. And Jerry just got all offended. He's like, oh my God, you're sick. You're a sick fuck. 
But is it? Okay. So let's look at the factors here. They are husband and wife. She's in a coma. She is non-responsive. Number one, I would have trouble doing that to my wife if she was in a coma. But they're still married. They're still married. And yes, you're right. He has needs. Take care of your needs in some other way. Self-gratification is what I'm getting at here. Okay, so then, so if they're lying in bed, and she's, okay. Don't you think she would want to be a willing participant in this? That's beside the point. <laughs> if, if, if they were both in their bed without the coma, mm-hmm. they're just sleeping in bed, mm-hmm. and he rolls over, and he starts kind of stuff to like, you know, trying to get him out, mm-hmm. and she wakes up, and they start to do it. Okay. That's not rape. No. Because she's consensual. Okay. But she never has to know about it if she's in a coma. No one's ever going to say, hey, remember that one time we had sex when you were in a coma? Does, so does it really count? So you're saying no no hospital staff would find out? Right. Okay, you're, you're, this is... this is the, the... It's just them two. Okay, it's just them two. Five minutes. Wham, bam, <laughs> thank you, ma'am. Oh, is it considered rape? I'm just asking. It's a serious question. I'm not trying to be funny with this. I can't. I can't say. One I way almost or the had other. you to say yes. I, can't I almost say had you. They... I almost had you. You thought about it for like, uh, like two seconds. You were like, maybe, no. Maybe it's okay. No, I honestly, I don't know what to answer on that because it's just too many gray. There's just too big of a gray area there. I don't. I don't know. I just. It gives me the willies. So you're saying maybe? All right. I'll go with maybe. Yeah! I'll go with a maybe. <laughs> Jerry's a sick bastard just like me <laughs> So you admit to being a sick bastard <laughs> Fuck you I never said that was it Oh my god So that's our moral, moral dilemma for the episode <laughs> I think my favorite line of mix in this movie Was during the training montage And uh, I, I think he I think Rocky's doing like sit ups or something And Mick goes uh, Do it Rocky do it Get the olive oil out of you <laughs> <laughs> he had to I be just like, thought it was funny because he had to be like grease. He had to be grease fast, remember? Grease speed. Well, yeah, but I think he's he's alluding he the girl. to his Italian. No, I think he's oh, alluding to his Italian like, background. I thought I meant like oil. Popeye's girl. No, no, no. Olive oil. No. Get the girl out of you. No, no. <laughs> I think he meant I. I think he meant olive oil olive as oil. in actual olive oil because okay. he's Italian. But I thought that was funny. Racist. Um, let's see. Oh, Philly. Slightly less of a shithole this time around than well, in the first one. This this one made money, or the first one made money. So now the part two. So the cleaning could, crews went in beforehand. No, part two they could actually go into better neighborhood neighborhoods instead <laughs> of going to the shitholes. Um, during the fight, during the fight, the slow motion kind of uh, it, it changed the feel of the fight from the first one. The first one I don't remember it having any it didn't have slow any. motion at all. Right? Okay. So yeah, so the, the few times, and there was it's actually substantially used, I think. Um, it, it really changed the feel of it. It, al- it was almost like, for me, it was like, they used the slow motion only because they could. You know what I mean? Like, they had it available, and they thought it might be a cool little thing to do. So let's just throw it in there and see how it works. And they just kind of left it in there, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. It does kind of take away from it. Just a little bit. Mm. And it almost seemed, like, I think you pointed this out, it almost seemed like this fight in, in the second part was a little less choreographed than in the first one. The first one seemed more natural. This one seemed like, it was, it was, obviously, it was obvious that it was choreographed, and at times it didn't match up with the punches thrown versus, you know, heads jerking to the side or whatever, so. Um, that kind of changed the feel for it, and... God damn it, that fucking music at the end of the fight. What the fuck? It it's was a happy like, music. It's, it's not supposed one. to... It seemed cheesy. It seemed out of place. It should have been dramatic. It should have been triumphant. Not... Whatever it was. It was just weird, man. I just, I didn't You're just like hating. It. I, mean, I am hating. just hating. I'm just hating. I'm a little bit. A little bit though. Well, here's here's one thing that kind of kind of bothered me about the movie, and this goes back to that stupid horror, Stephanie Meyer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when he starts when he starts training, when Mickey finally says, because he goes to him first, remember originally he goes to Mickey and he says he wants to fight, and Mickey says no because he he can't see it in his eye. Mm-hmm. Then he goes back to him to work for him, and they end up 
he they end up deciding that yeah, that's well after he talk, after Apollo Creed starts talking all starts talking all his smack, mm-hmm. all his trash, and then Mickey gets tired of it and he says, Screw it, we're doing this, we're fighting. There's so they, they they're trying to figure out he's he's they're they're, they're viewing the, the film of mm-hmm. the last fight and he tells them, You need speed, you need you know, you're a southpaw, but we're gonna change that. We're gonna make you into into a, a right handed fighter. Mm-hmm. And then sometime during the fight, we'll switch you to Southpaw again and confuse him. And then get him off his game. Mm-hmm. So the whole training sequence, or from that point on, he's training him on how to fight right-handed. Right. Because he's a Southpaw. And they ingrain it into your head. He has to fight with his right hand. He has to learn how to fight with his right hand. Right? Well, because it serves to purpose. It switches up his fighting style. Right. Plus, it protects the eye. Right. Okay. Yeah, because that was the main reason was to protect the eye. Right. Because if he gets fucked up anymore in the eye, he loses the eye. He could, he, could go, he could go blind. So, the whole point of that training sequence is to have him protect the eye and learn to, to fight with his right hand. Mm-hmm. So, he comes out in the fight, and the first, what, 30 punches are to the right eye, which is what he was trying to protect. Yeah, it didn't seem like he so was putting his hand up at all. That didn't work. Nope. And yeah, he did fight right-handed, but when Mickey finally tells him to go southpaw, he doesn't do it. He didn't do it? He didn't. He told him he wouldn't do it. Well, he said he wouldn't do it, but I think he ended up no, doing it. No, he tells him. He's like, I'm not going to do it, and he doesn't do it. He didn't? I don't think he... He stays right-handed the whole time, that last round. Oh, okay. Which is where you would think that he would go to a southpaw to confuse him because he's, he's already tired and he's already, you know, it's already the 15th round. You would think that at that point... You switch and you fuck him up and you can win the fight a little easier than you would have if you just sat there slugging it out in the middle of the ring, mm-hmm. which is what they ended up doing. Yeah. So it's like, well, then why, then why put all that in there? What the hell was the point of the whole learn how to right hand and, and we're going to switch and you don't switch? But he did. He did end up fighting right handed. Right. But so he keeps telling me he's out. But the main reason why they did that is so that he could confuse him at the beginning and then confuse him again later on when he switched back to Southpaw. And it doesn't really do that. They don't really go through with the whole thing. They well, they kind of half-assed it. Yeah, they got half of the plan accomplished. Same thing that stupid Stephanie Horb, that bitch. What are you Stephanie about? Myers with the stupid Twilight books. The whole fucking series, she talks about this this giant fight that they're going to have. Oh, as I don't think it's that bad. As soon as the Volturi get here, we're going to fucking <laughs> fight it out. And what happens at the end? They get there and, oh, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. All right. Have a good day. <laughs> okay. But that it, that's not quite the Whatever. same thing. It's the same thing. It's not. Stupid bitch. Because. I fucking hate Twilight. Okay, this was just one aspect of the plan. It's really fuck. just half the plan. It's not like, okay, it's not like they led up to the to the rematch and then they just didn't do the rematch at all. That would have been awesome. <laughs> then that would have been exactly like Twilight. It is exactly like Twilight. Shut up, Jerry. Don't take this away from me. All right, fine. It's exactly like Twilight. I'm sorry. I just wanted to bitch about Stephanie Myers because I hate her. I hate her so much. She's a horror. I was like, Stephanie who? And people out there are probably like, Stephanie Myers, you idiot. Fucking Twilight. I didn't realize that. It's okay. And I'm ashamed that I read those books, by the way. Huh? I'm ashamed that I read those books. (laughs) Because you were all about them, man. When they first came out. I was for the first three books and then... You all Twilight. I'm surprised you didn't get the Twilight tattoo. I was going to. <laughs> I'm going to have Wolf tattooed across my chest. It's Wolf. Wolf. That's what I said. Wolf. <laughs> we got to stop with the Kevin Bean references because no I don't think him. anybody's getting them. <laughs> hey, we're laughing. Shut up. That's true. That's what it's all about anyway, right? So, yeah. Anyway. All. Anything else? Nope. That's all I got. That does it for this segment. And now we're going to... Are we going to do our little... Oh! Fuckometer! It's the Fuckometer time! So for the past couple weeks, the Fuckometer has been basically non-existent. The past couple weeks? Yeah, because last week we didn't have one. Because Well, we had them. I'm saying for like the past month is what I'm saying. No, because we had them... Well... We had some. Well, I guess you're right, because Dark City had, what, one? None? I don't think Dark City had none. No, we had none, because last week was the the second consecutive week. Okay, so for for the good part of the month... past three weeks. The Fuckometer has been dead. It's it's been dormant. It's been unused. So this week, uh, as we're watching the movie, Jerry came up with the bright idea of having, instead of counting fucks, we would count you knows. 
because well, and really, this was your idea because you mentioned it in the last when we saw oh, Rocky. Yeah, yeah. But you said, "Let's do it." Yeah, you, today you were like, "Let's do it." Let's do the you know. So we did it. So this week, instead of a fuckometer, we're gonna have a you know meter. You know, you know, you know. It's just temporary until we get done with Rocky because. We're, we're, not, all, we're probably not going to have any. They're all PGs. God damn it. <laughs> I think. I'll double check on that. So this week we, we, we're changing it to a, the you know meter. You know. You know o meter. You know what I mean? So I, I came up with 76. And I know that's low. Because I was so into the movie I kept forgetting to click my clicker. <laughs> so and you're it, a fucking cheater. You're a fucking cheater. Let me just say this. Ricky is a fucking cheater. Because sometimes I could tell. He missed a you know, and because he heard my clicker go click, he was like, oh shit, I missed one. And he would click, and I was like, fuck you, stop listening to my clicker, you click would, your own. I am never going to admit that, ever. <laughs> I am not a cheater. I counted the you knows that I heard. No, hold on, and get this, people. He tells me, because we had the subtitles on, so we're looking at the lines, and of course, usually the you knows are at the end of the line. So... I see it on the screen, and I click it before he actually says it. He says, no, you can't click it until he actually says it. I said, all right. So I, I wait until he fucking says it, and this motherfucker starts doing what I was doing. I don't know what you're talking about, Jerry. You started clicking before he actually said you know, only because it was up on the screen. These these false accusations uh, you know, are, will not stand up in court. You will be judged for your, your thievery, your... <laughs> Scenery, the scenery, your your deceit, your slothy, sloth really, slothery, your gluttony, because <laughs> it already ends in the e, so I figured I'd end with the e there. You don't need to go through the seven cardinal sins. I don't know all of them, anyways. <laughs> your dopey knees. Oh come on. Your sneezy. That's one of the seven dwarves. All right, all right, I'll admit it. I'm a cheater. <laughs> I was being lazy. And, I and you know what? Jerry. And for that, and what? I, for I would copy you sometimes. <laughs> I would. I'm sorry. I know. I know you would. You can't deny it. All right. And for that, it just goes to show you people that cheaters never prosper because Ricky got a count of what again? Seventy-six. I got a count of eighty-six. Oh, see, we were ten, ten more. That's okay. Ten. Ten more. I that's, swear you, that's substantial. I swear you clicked it a couple times when there was no sound. It was just nothing, and then you click. There was never no sound. There was always sound. Well, you know what I mean. Like there was no. They weren't Dialogue. talking. Yeah, and you were like click, and I almost clicked, but I'm a fucker. He's he's trying to he's trying to cheat me. He's trying to make me think that he clicked because he heard something. <laughs> you cheater! I'm you. You the one who's going to hell for that. Cheater. I clicked when I heard it. You know, whatever. <laughs> so that's it. That's the you know. So I win the I win the you know you know o meter this week. Yeah, cheater never prosper. <laughs> Stay in school, kids. Um, but if you guys want to play along, make sure you go out and watch uh, Rocky 2. Count the you knows. Count the you knows. And we we decided that you know what I mean or you know what I'm saying counts, counts. because it's a it's a extra thing that he just said as long that's as really you, not As needed. long as the words you and know are... The kicker, though, and you got to admit, the kicker, though, was when Rocky used you know... At the beginning of the sentence, and then again at the end of the same sentence. In the same sentence. He used it twice that in one awesome. sentence. It moved a little when, when that happened. I turned to Rick and I said, twice in one sentence? That's fucking awesome. Because <laughs> he's, he's the rock, baby. He's, a, he's Balboa, motherfucker. That's so that's, that's fun. That was good. That was funny. Good times. Okay, so now what do we got next? Um... Preview of uh, next week. All right, so I think that does it for for Mr. Rocky, Rocky Two, Rocky Two, Rocky Two Point Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so for next week, we're gonna continue on with the series. So Rocky Three. Can't wait. That's where I think that's where I the Tiger first comes out. Oh man! All and right. I believe that's where uh, the statue actually first comes out. Ah. For none of, for some of for those few those of you who don't know, there's a stat there was. I'm not sure if it's still there. I know in Philadelphia. Um, in the first two movies, you see him running up these stairs. Um, I believe it's to a library um, or to something, Congress. I can't remember what, he, what he's running up to. He's running up to a building. There's a bunch of stairs that he runs up to. According to Wikipedia, it's 72 stone steps that are before the entrance of the Philadelphia Museum of Art. Museum, okay. So I thought it was something educa- educational. So in the first two films, he runs, the first time, of course, when he runs up, when he's training, he runs up it and there's no one behind him. 
in the second part, in part two, there's about 600 kids that join him periodically throughout his, his run. And when they end up at the stairs again, he's got, you know, like 600 kids running up behind him. Um, but I believe the, the, the statue of Rocky Balboa, I think, was created um, after part two. And it, it, it actually was, it actually stood there at, at, in the front of the museum for several years. But I think, and we, I can't figure out, Jerry's looking it up right now, but I think that it was removed just recently. I'm not looking it up. I found it, motherfucker. Well, what does it say? <laughs> All right. So uh, it says, a bronze statue of, this is according to Wikipedia, a bronze statue of Rocky was briefly situated at the top of the steps for the filming of Rocky Three. This statue, now located at the bottom right of the steps, is a popular photo opportunity for visitors. Oh, so it's still there. It's just, it's just at the bottom of the stairs? According to this, it's still there. Uh, I thought I had... Read someone that it was removed. Oh, removed from its original location. Before Rocky Three, released in 1982, Stallone commissioned A. Thomas Schoenberg to create a bronze statue of Rocky. Three two-ton, ten-foot-tall co- uh, copies were cast. Yeah. One was installed atop the steps for the filming of Rocky Three and was ultimately relocated at the bottom of the steps. Cool. The second one is in the San Diego Hall of Champions... Sports Museum in San Diego, California. Hey, that's our, our neighbors. That's local. Down the, south. The third was later listed on eBay with a starting bid of $5 million to raise funds for the International Institute for Sport and Olympic History, but has failed to sell at that price or several times since at $1 million. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Maybe they should knock the price down a little yes. bit. Yes. <laughs> we start at zero and see how high it gets. <laughs> So yeah, so next week, Rocky two, Rocky three, Rocky sorry. three. I apologize. And we know who's you know who's in that, Mr. T. I pity the fool. I pity the fool. Yes, so Mr. T will be in this one. Awesome. And also, by the way, Mr. Hulk Hogan. What? Yes. Terry Hogan I won't himself. Say, I won't say what his part in the movie is. All right. I watch that. All right. Cool. So that's it. Um, that's all I have for this. All we have for this week. Jerry, your plugs. Once again, plug away. Once again, uh, anyone local listening to this podcast, please visit um, please visit us at geekswhodrink.com. Um, there you can find, if you look under venues, under Costa Mesa, you will find Dirty Nellies. And that is where I have my weekly pub quiz um, from 7 to 9-ish. And um, we have a good time. Uh, it's uh, eight rounds of eight questions each. And there's audio rounds, there's a visual round, there's all kinds of fun questions, some easy, some hard, about anything and everything. Fun, fun, fun. Fun, good times, good food, good drinks, um, cheap, I would say. Good ambiance. Good ambiance. We have a good, we have a good solid, loyal group going, and some new faces every now and then, but a uh, you know, good loyal group, core group, that I, I highly enjoy spending uh, you know, two hours with, two and a half hours with every week. Hey, so, and if you're not times. in, and if you're not in uh, Southern California and Costa in the Costa Mesa area, if you're in other 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 states in the United States, yeah, um, still go to geekswhodrink.com and and they have other locations throughout the uh, United States. Um, find a, a pub that's near you, and, and please, by all means, go in and patronage that pub. Um, but also, you know, support the geeks. support the geeks who drink because they are an awesome group. Yeah, they're uh, they're based out of Colorado. They have many uh, venues in Colorado, but they have them now in Texas, New Jersey, in several states around the U.S. So if you're not listening to this in California or Orange County, go to geeksudrink.com and you will be able to you will more than likely be able to find a venue near you. And just so you know, sometimes they have like I know the normal the normal quizzes are just like um, they could be anything, but I know that sometimes they have like a, a an actual like almost like almost like a tournament quiz kind of themed quiz they like a theme quiz, quiz yeah it. like a theme quiz where it's one specific subject some of the past ones that i've seen are arrested, arrested development mm-hmm. we just was out what like two months ago About a couple months, months ago yeah maybe and then just ago. more recently was uh bill murray they did the bill, oh, murray, bill murray quiz, quiz. you want you know the, have you seen the website lately uh-huh. they've announced the next themed quiz what's the next theme quiz? it's um quiz as folk i think they're calling it it's the gay quiz. Ah, oh, <laughs> Jerry's favorite. So it has everything and anything to do with uh, the homosexual lifestyle and culture. Gay and lesbian. Gay and lesbian. Sweet, yes. I think that's awesome. So uh, those are actually you. Um, you do have to pay to play for those. The normal pub quizzes that but, happen everywhere. 
Uh, you don't have to pay for it. those are free but the theme quizzes you have to pay a small entry fee to play but you do have actual cash prizes as opposed to you know uh you know venue dollars what you know gift certificates for the restaurant or whatever pub where you are so you actually get a cash prize for your team to share at the theme at the themed quizzes so it's, it's a lot of fun look it up on the website geekswhodrink.com take your time suggest Check rounds yeah. yeah oh and also if any of you out there are interested in becoming a quiz master Geeks is always expanding, and they're always looking for new quiz masters. So go on there, and, and uh, I think you can find some information on there about how to apply to become a quiz master. Yeah. And look, if I could do it, anybody can fucking do it. <laughs> so that's it. I don't have anything to plug, really. Um, I'm not that interesting. <laughs> oh, the new ride at Star Tour, uh, at Disneyland, Star Tours. Star Tours 2. Uh, Mr. At, at the time of the taping, of this taping... Jerry is the only one who's seen it. He's, only the, he's the, only, the only one that I know. Well, not that I know of, but the only one in this room who's experienced the new ride. Um, I probably will wait till tomorrow, which is Friday the 3rd, June 3rd, to go see it and ride it and live it and love it. You're going to love it. I better. You're going to love it. I'm going to punch you in the junk. I think the queue itself isn't all that much different. Oh, yeah. The... But the ride... Is something else. Yeah, it's right. I'm okay with the queues not being all that ornate. I mean, Disneyland's known for not having any awesome queues. Walt Disney World. <sighs> now they have some queues. Jealousy. <laughs> all right, folks. So that does it. Uh, we'll see you next week. Contact oh, us. Yes. Leave us feedback, um, suggestions, uh, anything else. You want us to say hi, I will reply. I promise. Um, the website is www.cramsagainstpopculture.com. Our email address is, uh, is cramsagainstpopculture at gmail.com. Our Facebook is cramsagainstpopculture. And our Twitter is cramsagainstpc. So please tell your friends, anyone out there who loves podcasts, um, at least let them listen to one or two shows. Just, you know, just try us out. Um, I know we're funny. People tell me we're funny. <laughs> So your friends will think we're funny too. Who are these people that are telling you we're funny? Our friends. <laughs> shut up. Is your mom listening to our podcast? Sometimes. Is she telling you we're funny? She tells me I'm cool. She tells me okay. I'm funny. All right. Why would she include me on that? She doesn't listen. That's what I'm saying. Why would she? Yeah. Just me. <laughs> I'm her mijo. <laughs> All right, folks. See you next week. Uh, Rocky 2? Rocky 3? Rocky 3. Rocky 2. Rocky 3. We just saw Rocky 2. It's Rocky 3. I know. Dent. Dun, dun, dun. But I love it so much. Dun, dun, dun. You really like this one? That one? I'm just saying, I do. Oh, you're just saying it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying it to be funny, Jerry. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, everybody. So we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Stay moist. Mm-hmm.